Bit of fuss down at the church the other day. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, the podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one comes chock full of MDMA, DMT, PCP, LSD, LED, and probably UFC. I'm Al, your host. Well done. Maybe even a little bit of KFC. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the undeniable Victor. All right. Hold on. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to do this, too. There we go. There you go. Oh, see, uh, maybe I do need to slow it down. It's a little more, it's a little more passionate the way you open your can. <laughs> yeah, you got to wait also for some silence before doing it. I think I get overexcited, and you just, <laughs> you just, you embrace it. It, it works. Oh, he's uh, already just, got just, beer all over yeah, his just, table and his arm and abuse. his hand. Well, I can't, I can't, just, I can't speak for that part. In that drawer, there's just a sloppy mess over there. <laughs> you got him all excited. I thought we were having such a good intro to the show and already I've messed up. All right. So uh, <laughs> just want to welcome some new Twitter followers this week. We have Mike Bullock, not not the Canadian uh, uh, comedian Mike Bullock, but um, from, <laughs> yeah, that name sounds familiar. No, unless unless the, he moved to Austin, Texas. Thank you, Mike, for following us. Miguel Rodriguez from Parts Unknown. Zelda underscore Sky. From the darkest timeline, Joshua Burley from Pennsylvania and JT from Michigan. Thank you guys for uh, following us and uh, welcome and uh, hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's start with uh, how your weeks have, been, have gone. Um, Matt, we'll start with you. How was your week today? Uh, this week? It was good. I, I had a snack pack this week. It was pretty exciting. The, I, uh, my, my wife, yeah, you know, snack pack, pudding. It's something I hadn't had in a while. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? I'm like, is that code like, for? No, no, it's 100 true talk. Like, it, I'm talking true about pudding. <laughs> a few weeks ago, it was flip flops, and now it's pudding. Uh, Listen, Matt, you are living La Vida Loca. <laughs> I thought you were talking about those uh, new snack, those new packs that people are talking about. You get these packs from all around the world or whatever, and mm. there's these little snacks and the things that are. Are oh, local yeah. to that area and you get to try new and different things yeah I- no no i'm talking about if you ever seen billy madison you know that scene when the <laughs> nanny gets billy madison a giant case of snack pack and how excited he is that was the equivalent of i mean i only got one pack but that that was the ex- level okay of you have to go into detail now did you do the uh, butterscotch the chocolate the vanilla this one was chocolate. Chocolate. I don't do vanilla. Vanilla is just a waste of pudding. Uh, butterscotch, I dig. But, <laughs> so, do you do uh, like dairy? My jam. Do you like your pudding like dairy likes his yogurt? <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but on the show, he's almost always eating yogurt. <laughs> no, I didn't. And tell the truth. But you, made sure. Let's go with sure. When you get the when you get to the bottom of the cup, do you use your finger to scoop up the rest? Hundred percent, and, and these are honest, important I do like details. My yogurt, like dairy, likes yogurt. These are very important <laughs> details. That's right. I, uh, we, there, there's yogurt in my fridge all the time. I'm the only one who eats it, so I eat it straight out of the jug, or whatever it comes in mm-hmm. Tupperware container. I don't know how you call it, but that's the container it comes in. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I'd Vic- be concerned if you're eating yogurt out of a container uh, or um, uh, Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like throwaway Tupperware, isn't it? It is for sure. Well, the bigger ones, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Victor, how how was your week? Yeah, it was all right. Um, and not too eventful. I've been collecting my Lego sets because I'm going to be selling them. No, oh. so I got a buyer. Just, hold on, hold on. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need. We don't need any more Lego. Lego. And I know, right? Just, we're <laughs> no, but these are thing. these are those expert build Lego sets. Yeah, so, the ones that like with 4,000 pieces and you have to build so like these once you build, once you've built your model you don't just like throw all the pieces all together into a big box like I do <laughs> like we do here and what um, makes it expert build is it just more pieces is yeah. it the same skill level just more pieces so it takes you longer 
Well, I guess after you get a certain, after you pass a certain age, I think the skill level doesn't. <laughs> it's not really. This is how you justify doing Lego. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, expert no, level Lego. No, I, I I guess the difference is if you if you're ever walking by a Lego store, I don't know if they're letting you in yet, but there's like uh, the difference between your typical Lego set and these ones is there's way more pieces because mm-hmm. it's a lot more real realistic so they mm-hmm. use more pieces to make the curves more accurate and it's, it's just yeah you know you, you know um yeah high commodity right now lego with all the the covid i'm telling you they they're on back order if you can't if you can find it that's that's uh yeah yeah mastermind is um super behind right now can't get and that. most of the sets that I have, you can't actually buy anymore. They're, they've they've stopped production. So, you know, uh, I had all these kind of visions of grandeur. I'd go and get as much as I, I, I don't, I've got so many that I just want to get rid of them, uh, you know, get some of that money back and uh, maybe buy another guitar. Oh, well, nice. oh, and now speaking of guitar, you had one out and you were uh, gracing us with a little bit of playing. Uh, did you already put it away? Uh, no, it's here by my side, but uh, maybe we'll uh, uh, kind of noodle around how we might use it so it doesn't seem so random. But no, I was gonna uh, say yeah, can, it's, it's sitting here by my side. You could, you could play this little song right now um, if you wanted. Uh, Tanya, how was your week? Oh, um, so I was off Monday, Tuesday, vacation days, and we took the kids out to the beach of all places. We found one that was open and navigated through various people that were on there. Some people had masks on. Some people on had the, masks in the water. It was which weird. Would, that was a little, yeah. So we, uh, we kept our distance and made a day of it. And uh, it was, it was quite nice to see the water and listen to the sounds and feel a little normal. Yeah. It's important to protect the sea life. Mm-hmm. So well, good, we, good, good on them for wearing the masks. It was a uh, George, Georgian Bay. So no, no sea life there. <laughs> yeah and monday we had uh we had the contractor over looking at looking at the basement we had a zoom call with the uh with uh, the engineer because we needed to know whether we're we're allowed to remove a wall and good news it seems like we can and and uh, the the house won't fall on us so uh lucky bastard we had that problem only in reverse oh what do you mean oh we'd love to remove a wall but we can't the house will fall the house oh. will fall. But I mean, there's things. So you there's could, always ways. Yeah, there's ways. It just yeah, costs more. Very expensive fucking. I ways. know. Believe me. The math. I can't afford. I can't afford a beam. We <laughs> were we were standing in the front yard looking up at the brick, going, "Okay, so you can make a hole where and put the beams through, and there would be a crane in the backyard if we did it that way." What What's yeah. happening here? I just saw money, money flying yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, Tanya was starting. Well, to I'm, I'm in an older home too, and clearly the idea of open concept wasn't even a thing back. No. And so they never considered the possibility. Well, sh- shit, back then, uh, married people slept in separate beds. So, yeah, of course they want to <laughs> have, have everything separate. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Al, how was your week? Better patter. Let's get at her. I already talked about my week. We're going to get at her now. All right. Cool. Uh, let's talk about, well, first of all, last week we reviewed season one, episode four, Wingman Wayne. That episode re- uh, received a fresh rating from Matt, a clearance from myself, and a compost from Tanya and Victor. And and yeah, like uh, I was, you guys were okay. really disappointed in that episode. So I'm hoping there's some redemption in today's episode. Fucking so, embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. Yeah. So th- yeah, anyway. So today. Today we're, we're uh, reviewing episode uh, five of season one, and it's called Rave. Uh, rave. Rave, as in rave. Sounded okay, yeah. like you said something else. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that, it was a little, uh, little stutter So we're starting with the cold opening. Wayne and Derry walk into the church. They find Pastor Glenn with no pants on, on account of the humidity. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> he invites the Hicks to do the same. That way, no one gets sticky. <laughs> the hicks decline it appears pastor glenn has called on wayne and Derry to help get rid of a rodent uh turns out there's a possum in the church wayne knows a lot about possums and doesn't like them one bit it's a possum possum that's right oh peter patter let's get at her do you want to know what i'd reach into a pirate hooker's chamber pot before i'd reach in there and i'm gonna tell you possums are immune to snake venom they could probably survive a nuclear blast. I think it's pronounced nuclear. Mm, but it isn't. Mm, They're mutants. But it isn't. They have forked fucking penises. 
We should all be so lucky. They do this thing called playing possum where they appear dead and emit a death sting from their buttholes. Fuck, found one playing possum one time, thought it was dead and buried it. Dug itself out a few hours later and fucked a hen right in front of her chicks. <laughs> Think about the swear job. Putting so much money in it. Uh, Derry so cool. is up to the task, but not before Pastor Glenn has another crack at getting him out of his jumper. All right, let me take Peeksy. Better powder. Always had a skilled hand at wrangling vermin. Thank you, Daryl. And that doesn't surprise me. No sweat. <laughs> no sweat in this heat. That is rich. That's funny. Honestly, though, just take off your jumper. I'll hold it for you. You'll crawl up in there. No one gets Glenn, dirty. Glenn? Yes. Let's take about 20% off her up there, all right? <laughs> all right. And Derry finally uh, goes in after the possum. Oh, I see. That's some drunk evolution right there, bud. You gotta wonder what two Christ made miscreants made to make that. It's almost not worth thinking about. <laughs> Can I just reach for him? That's a better idea than going in head first. Put him where? Under my boot. Boys, just do your best not to make too big a mess, all right? And I am sorry again about all this heat. Woohoo! For fuck's sake. Ow. And gets bit. And that's when the uh, music starts. All right, so uh, okay, can we just start we by saying about, yeah, the pastor yeah. needs to go to jail? Like too, too far, too far with that man. <laughs> Holy map! Like no. So we took two different things from that scene. You took the pastor. <laughs> I took I took possum facts. Yeah. Like, I I agree. I I had to go fact check some of this, and actually, I mean, I'd heard of this whole uh, playing dead thing before. What it turns out though is that possums are just big pussies, and they pass out. So they actually don't control this mechanism. They get really scared and they just pass out. It's a fight, or, that's flight, what it is. fight or flight response. So it's involuntary. Yeah, they just they pass right out. I love that. That is so much yeah. easier than drugs. Yeah. Well, I, I think, <laughs> well, humans do the same thing. If you have you ever watched those uh, YouTube videos of the uh, slingshot True. rides and, uh, and, and usually it's, usually it's, and that's just G force. <laughs> no, I think that's like passing out out of sheer terror. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. So, uh, initial impressions. Uh, so we have a thumbs no down here for pastor Glenn, uh, again, played by, uh, uh, letter Kenny co-writer Jacob Tierney, award-winning co-writer Jacob Tierney, but may I add, uh, Victor, what did you think? He took his underwear off people and fanned himself <laughs> with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a reasonable thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at this point, I, you know, that's pretty much who he is, right? So, yeah. um, it's it's just like with Gail, you you can't just get upset each time you see this. You're gonna have to either get used to it or get past it. Yeah, you but, two are still looking for character development in these guys. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've hit the ceiling with both of them. But uh, do 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 you think that Glenn uh, knows is self aware that he's gay or no? Or absolutely, he does. I don't. Th- I think he's in a, unabashed about it. So it's another one of those. Uh, instances where i think letter kenny turns things on their ear like he knows it everyone knows it no one's hiding it like it's just out in the open um and that's it and and no one all right and people just tolerate him <laughs> all right well it will, it will be interesting to see if he continues to not you know it seems like he's self-aware about it but i don't know if he's ever actually publicly uh, well, himself that way. No, I think he does. Anyway, and I love every time he we'll says, see. "Oh we'll my see. gourd!" It's it's so such a Canadian thing, like because. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it was. Pretty, I I thought the whole opening um, opening act was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the pasture was just over the top. Like, dude, you've got your pants off, and you think it's normal, yeah. and <laughs> and, again, and then the possum, yeah, the possum. Oh. I, it's great, yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt? I mean, can, can we take it as far? I mean, like he's a pastor that has a church. It's kind of like it's his house. I know I have no issue walking around pantless <laughs> in my own house. It's not a uh, house. It's God's house. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a caretaker. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to find some some uh, some understanding. <laughs> I can get it. if it's a hot day. It's a hot day. Uh, there's there's none there. All right, scene one after the music plays. Back at Wayne and Katie's kitchen. Wayne is sitting at the table with his dog in his lap, which isn't a lap dog, by the way, like a child. Derry is nursing his possum bite, which doesn't look too good. Wayne and Katie give him a hard time, STD style. Try to herpy on your hand, Daryl? Did you pay a little extra to go all the way with the ripper in a back room again? No, I don't think he'd make that mistake twice. Got a little trouser trauma? Was she fun? 
Or was she fungal? <laughs> hey, guess what? <laughs> Guy's girlfriend's having a hard time parking the car, right? He says you should get tested. She says, well, no, I'm not so bad at driving. He says, no, I have chlamydia. Is that a bite? <laughs> Guy takes a hooker out for supper. He, he gave going. her his peas. She gave him her peas. <laughs> so, I, I'm, I, I've got a bit of a, a, a theory that Wayne's somewhere on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> I love that how he doesn't wait so much more to laugh. He just continues with the joke. Yeah, he's oblivious <laughs> and doesn't care. Like throughout this whole episode, poor Wayne's suffering and he just keeps on going. He's and, like, the guy in the corner that just keeps on. Yeah, he just keeps on going. I, I feel like he's, he's a bit on the on. spectrum. So uh, anyway, uh, Derry is not looking too good, and Katie get, uh, starts getting concerned. She thinks he might have rabies, which attack the nervous system. Uh, Derry pukes all over the table, and Katie thinks uh, he should go to the clinic. But Wayne can't take him because he has to do an ice run for a jamboree. Like that's that's more important than taking your your best friend to a clinic. Uh, Katie's nutsack boyfriends are are at an away game against the natives, so it falls on Katie to take uh, Derry to the clinic. Uh, we also learned a bit more about the jamboree. It seems it was something that Wayne and his ex went to together. Sure, you ready to saddle up the jamboree again? I mean, it's kind of you and Angie's thing. No, no, son, sitting on my hands. Time to find a new dance partner. Time to find a new dance partner. So it looks like Wayne's finally over Angie, hopefully, and looking for somebody else. Uh, just a quick note here: uh, absent, uh, pretty like uh, pretty noticeably absent is uh, Squirrely Dan, and actually, he's not in this episode at all. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Didn't catch that at all. That 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 did uh, um, strike a note with me, and it may weigh in my overall uh, rating oh, of the episode. No. Yeah, because he's your favorite. He's your favorite, <laughs> and he's not even in this episode. You've got nothing to look forward to. Although you didn't know this when you were watching it. I didn't know this. Yeah, it was a terrible disappointment at the end. Though. Oh, I forgot to ask if everyone watched the, did their uh, their homework. Obvi- obviously, they no. did. But uh, Matt, did you watch it today or like just before? Matt's or? winging it right now. He's winging it. <laughs> I'm watching it as we as we. Oh, oh, you're just staying just ahead of us. Yeah, watching. You're taking it clip crush. by clip. Yeah, I did that at a work meeting this week where they were like, "All right, did you review the the pre work we sent before uh, the meeting?" Dude, and, that's the story of my life yeah, right there. I was like, yes, I did. I'm reading it as as the meeting's going on. All right, I'm so, like, but just for can we just do a recap while we're at it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, scene number two, the hockey players are outside the rink waiting on the bus to take them to their road game against the natives. They notice some players are missing and attribute it to the native flu. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. We're, we're missing two schmelts. Where's DT and Bernsey? No, looks like a bad case of the native flu, bro. What's the native flu? You're an idiot. The natives are tough as hell. So another way to say someone is chicken shit to play them is to say they have the native flu. Mix in a fucking clue, potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, i want to tackle that one <laughs> scene number three wayne is at the dollar store getting ice for the jamboree this is where we first meet bonnie mcmurray played by camila kowal or cowl uh bonnie flirts with wayne but he's doing his best just to get the ice and scanned and not acknowledge her advances uh probably because she's mcmurray's younger sister Wayne. Bonnie, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. This isn't all for you, is it? It sure is. Is it for the jamboree? Oh, if we ever get it there. See me dance? Yep, sure. Thank you. I've always wanted to dance with you, Wayne. Oh, yeah? We've all been watching you and Angie dance for so long, thinking, when's it going to be our turns? Oh, yeah? But trust me, watching was enough. You used to move her body around like it didn't weigh a feather. Well, you know, I think I got about a baker's dozen here. I guess we could just scan them and uh, I'll get out of your hair. Oh, yeah, I'll scan them. Okay. So take note there, uh, Victor. We have another female character for you. Yeah, yeah. I did take note of that. And she's not crude. And she's not crude. You know, she's a little a little, you know, quick, <laughs> a little loose, but <laughs> but you know, you know, so p- potential there. Uh, she's 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 McMurray's uh, younger daughter, so actually yeah. <laughs> this which will lead to some comedy a little later. Scene four, Katie uh, carries dairy. Uh, to the clinic, Stuart is sitting out on the clinic steps, waiting uh, for it to open, looking strung out. Katie gives him shit. You're not a teenager anymore. It's not charming. I used to charm you. Wrong takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so good. You turn it around if you wanted to. You know, I remember sneaking into your parties when I was 15, stealing your mixtapes. 
all your own music. I was really impressed. Guess those days are over, though. So I noticed uh, earlier on when you said wrong takeaway to Tanya, was that on purpose? <laughs> or or was the episode that fresh in your head because you just finished watching it? <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you did. You said wrong takeaway when uh, uh, when Tanya was talking about uh, uh, Pastor Glenn and you were talking about, I think, the possum. Oh, the possum. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it just, it just flowed off the tongue, man. <laughs> <laughs> wrong takeaway. <laughs> or that wasn't my takeaway. Something like that. Anyway, so we get some, uh, I think, some some backstory there. What did you think? Uh, let's start with Victor. Yeah, I I, I like it. Um, I you know I, it's almost like she's just trying to be kind to him, obviously, right? Um, and so you kind of get to see that side of her that she's trying to help him out and saying, hey, you know, don't be such a screw up. You have potential, and uh, uh, I used to think you were, you know, uh, this and that, and then. And then at the end, she throws him a bone, right? Where she says, well, um, I did whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, I did find you interesting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, there, there's, uh, you know, some backstory there. Uh, someone arrives to open the clinic and Katie helps Derry to his feet, but not before admitting to Stuart that, yes, she he used to charm her. Uh, next scene at the Ag Hall, the Agricultural Hall. Uh, Wayne is wheeling in the ice when he runs into McMurray. McMurray wants a word with Wayne. Uh, please note this clip has been edited down due to awkwardness. Want to talk about something important? <laughs> okay. My sister Bonnie's back in college. She's a damn fine woman. Oh, yeah, I just seen her down at the dollar store there. I ain't sure it was her. I mean, last time I seen her, she was in kind of a DIY maxi dress, but she might have switched that up with a crochet pattern sweater on account of breeze, maybe. <laughs> Autumn foliage or Algonquin green. Okay. I think she'd be a damn fine match for you, Wayne. As if you're, you're ready. You know, because of Angie and all. She's a lovely girl. Well, whatever. Well, if you were, you can, you started, so I might finish it. Oh, it's just, I say the space looks, looks nice and clean. We've had the... Well, Run, run, run pretty good. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, let's carry on. It's a good box ice. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah. Hey, wait. Can you save her dancing, my <laughs> hey, big boy? It's good enough, McMurray. <laughs> oh, boy. So awkward. <laughs> so does, bad. Yeah. I mean, it only does gets Mc, worse. Does McMurray not sound exactly like Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards? Uh, uh, possibly. Little, little bit? I was thinking more of that yeah. the, the mumbler in uh, King of the Hill. What was his name? No, uh, I, yeah. Boomhauer. Boomhauer, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Brad Boomhauer Pitt. Canada, maybe in later seasons, but not. he's getting there. He's still growing on his Boomhauer. So uh, speaking of Brad Pitt, he's actually a big Letter Kenny fan. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But we can get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to work on that. I heard you reported the news on some good news lately. What, what's that? <laughs> Did you watch the the, the trending thing by uh, John Krasinski there for a while? He had some web show he was doing oh, when COVID yeah, started yeah, called yeah. Some Good oh. News. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Brad yeah. Pitt was one of the people he had doing the weather report. Oh really? Oh, so maybe he's uh, maybe he's available. Yeah, we could ask. <laughs> yeah, no, he was at, outside some some award show or something like that. And Ben Mulrooney was out was there uh, interviewing people on the red carpet. And Brad Pitt came up to him and said, "I, I just want to talk about Letter Kenny." And <laughs> Ben Mulrooney got all excited like a fangirl. Oh my God, he <laughs> likes Letter Kenny. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, he might be between jobs, so uh, give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> Scene six at the Skids hideout. The Skids are cooking meth when Stewart storms in on a natural high. I've had an epiphany. Uh, can you taste this? No. No. Never again. Okay, okay, okay. Then can you snort it? No. I've given up on the math business. I'm going back to the turntables. Hmm? Back to the ones and twos. For what? To become a superstar DJ. So there you go. It worked. Katie's kindness uh, worked on uh, Stuart. Uh, The skids are perturbed, but Stuart is on a mission. And that mission is a rave. I need you guys to tell everyone you know that I'm hosting a rave in Letterkenny and I will be spinning under all of my aliases. How many aliases have you had? DJ Pimpy Longstockings, DJ Peter Blumkin, DJ White Power Map, DJ White Power Bottom. They'll all be there. All of them. (laughs) Okay, so you're quitting the meth business. I've quit the meth business. Well, how are you going to get people to come? 
I'll post it on my fucking Facebook. And you guys will post it on your fucking Facebooks! Notice the intense overreaction. Yes, yes. Well, he's coming down. He's coming down off meth, and of course, that only takes an afternoon, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of mishaps there. Yeah. Uh, next scene back at the farm. Wayne is throwing hay when Katie approaches her in her uh, usual unattire. Wayne. Christ, Katie, put some fucking clothes on. Not my forte. <laughs> Unfortunate. Unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, he's got his eyes closed too when she walks in like he can't even look at her yeah, yeah and uh, did, did did you notice that while he was throwing hay he seemed kind of uh, I don't know maybe frustrated or like taking out his frustrations or something uh, I think he's uh, he's really you know looking for, for love and, and not finding it except for <laughs> McMurray's uh, sister uh, Wayne seems to be blowing off some steam that's exactly what I wrote uh, their conversation is interrupted by a phone call from McMurray informing uh, them that the jamboree has been canceled due to the fact that the AG hall or ag hall has been booked by Stuart for a rave. This does not improve Wayne's mood. And you greenlit that Tom fuckery? Had to. Agricultural hall is low on funds. All day bookings is big boost for us. So I couldn't say no. Agricultural halls are for agricultural music, not for fucking raves. After hanging up on McMurray, Wayne gets a call from Derry asking to get picked up at the clinic. And so, and he isn't sounding much better. Uh, next scene, Wayne is parked in front of the clinic as uh, Derry slowly and painfully walks up to the truck. Derry is not in good shape. Derry, what's the fuss? Good, and you? Where are you going? I don't know where I am. Don't look at your hand. What's the fuss? I think I have rabies. I'll do fucking who, big shootsy wootsy. What's up, you want to know what? What's that? Having that possum was kind of a thrill. I think I could start a pest removal business. Oh, Daryl, that's just silly. What's up? Do you want to know what? I'm going to help you. You know Stewart's having a rave at the Ag Hall? Agricultural Hall is for agricultural music. Not for fucking raves. That's what I said. So here's what we're going to do, and I'm going to tell you. We're going to wrangle as many of those critters as possible and let them lose at Stewart's rave. How do you get the word out about the business? Oh, you'd have to put it on your fucking Facebook, likely. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. So again, I mean, Stu, or, uh, Wayne offers to help uh, help Derry, but not because of because Derry's sick or you know he's being a good friend. He's help, he wants to help him because he wants to sabotage the rave. He's clearly bounced back from whatever was going on, which clearly wasn't rabies. No. Um, quite quickly, the, the hockey players arrive at the res rink. Uh, this is the next scene to play their game against the natives. We meet tennis for the first time. Played by the amazing uh, Kanye Dio uh, Horn. I was trying to get her name right. There's a, she's actually got a, uh, a Twitter video where she tries to teach people how to say her name. She goes by Tio, <laughs> but it's Ka- Kanye Dio Horn. She's the leader of the natives, and Tannis notices her team is short players citing uh, the native flu, but then uh, she lets Riley and Jonesy in on some disturbing news. Look at this bowl of fruit salad. You want to taste tennis? <laughs> Better watch that bark there, boy. I might get bit. What's going on here? Looking a handful of short. Got a bad case of the native flu or what? You're drunk. Mixing in water. Well, it's either that or they're all tweaking out in that meth town you come from. What did you say? Everyone knows Letterkenny's gone to meth. You guys are a bunch of fucking basics. At least we keep it clean. We just sell cigarettes. Your town ain't nothing but a bunch of jacked up scab pickers. Riley and Jonesy appear bothered by the revelation. Look, Victor, there's a female uh, uh, role number two. <laughs> I know you're getting a double on this episode. It's incredible. Yeah. and Not uh, to mention these native cigarettes. I mean, I don't know if anyone's had, I mean, I've had multiple friends who gave up spending full price on name brand, high quality cigarettes and shifted over to natives because they can get like 10 times the cigarettes for a third of the price. It's just, then they would drive all the way out to the, into yep. the reserves and all these other places and pick these things up. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd always watch my buddy come back with this big little Ziploc bag full of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know he'd, lots. he'd tell me they were better for him and they were they were good and they were cheaper. I think that was the key part was cheaper. Yeah. yeah and better is not. Uh, <laughs> it's a relative no. term. <laughs> That's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 cheaper. Yeah, I knew a lot of people who would go to the reserve to, to buy cigarettes too. Cheap. Cause, well, because they don't have to pay tax, right? So they get them really cheap yeah. and then they. You take advantage. Uh, scene number 10, uh, back at the Skids hideout, Roll gives De- Devon or Devon 
uh, some upsetting news. Devin, we're missing $2,000. Really? It's a devastating blow to Menergy Spa, I know. Hey, I'll call Stuart. Hello? Stuart. Hey, Devin. Hey, we're missing 2K? Yeah, I took it for the rave. 2K? I, I, I don't think you understand. <laughs> it's going to be a massive production. It's going to be like an Aurora Borealis-themed Salvador Dali drug orgy with shamans. But, but, but that's a lot of money. No time. I gotta go. So yeah, uh, looks like uh, his uh, the rest of the skids are a little perturbed at their leader. Uh, scene eleven: Wayne and Derry are at Modine's on a critter call. Gail has a couple of skunks living behind the bar. <laughs> Would you not know skunks are immune to bee stings? They even teach their babies how to raid beehives. And then? Well, they burrow up for the winter and rip farts on each other to keep warm. No way. Oh yeah. They go to mate as soon as they leave their mums. You know, they're probably thinking about her during sex. That or their brothers and sisters, which is even more inappropriate. <laughs> oh, again, can you guess what I did during this scene? <laughs> I think Gail was very well behaved in this scene. I thought she was too. So where's your fact? I went and looked up facts. I, I went and looked up say, facts about skunks. Come on, fact finding. What's going on with these skunks? Yeah, Tanya did her... So, she, Tanya was cured of her Googling after the ostrich incident. So uh, <laughs> it's up to you, Matt. Well, I, had to keep, I had to keep up with her fun facts. And uh, <laughs> there's two interesting ones. A, their lovely smell is highly flammable. Oh, really? Which, I mean, that makes sense to me. SLC punk, it, it, it lines up with that. <laughs> the other one I thought was interesting was the, uh, and they must be closely related to deer because the male are go by a buck. And a female goes by a doe, but they fell short with the baby, which is a kit. Oh. So, yeah. Interesting fun facts for the day. Thank you. And do they rip shots on each other to keep warm? <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine they do. <laughs> that's your, that's, that's your opinion? What, is that your opinion or is that some My, It's full opinion. I, I don't, I don't come right. with any actual facts. <laughs> 90% of what I say is 50% bullshit. All right. So allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> All right, next scene. Back at the skids lair, the rest of the skids, sans Stewart, meet about their current predicament. Uh, De- uh, Devin or Devon? No, is it Devin? It's Devin. Leads the meeting. Here's the deal. Stewart's rave is eating up all our money, and the business is failing without his expertise. We simply aren't making enough coin selling the native cigarettes. We need the meth. I officially moved to boycott Stewart's rave. Take it off our fucking Facebooks and sabotage it. All in favor, say aye. Aye. So they're going to sabotage Stuart's rave. Uh, so, uh, so why doesn't Stuart pick up that his friends have not come to support him at the rave? Like he, he's a meth head. But at the end, he comes back to <laughs> oh, them. Don't, oh, don't. We're okay, not at the okay, end. Okay, yeah, okay, come okay, on. Okay. Wait, wait your turn. <laughs> so... Interesting uh, point there that you learn, though, along with selling meth, the skids also make their money selling the native cigarettes. This, this becomes an important point in a later episode. Uh, next scene, Stuart shows up to the farm to invite Katie to his rave. Wayne voices his disapproval. Stuart! Fucking greasiest skid I ever seen. Chris Angel, my freak looking motherfucker. What are you thinking holding a rave at the Ag Hall? I'm thinking I'm doing the Agricultural Society a huge favor. You guys are going broke. Tits up or not, it's inappropriate. Why not the Legion, or even upstairs at the arena, or the fucking youth center? Because they're too small, Sir Tucker! Be prepared, because once this blows up, they'll probably ask me to do it quarterly. Bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it blows up then. And, uh, just a heads up, it is a rave, so there will probably be people on drugs, you know. Okay. What? There's going to be MDMA at the Ag Hall? Yes, there will be MDMA in my rave at the Ag Hall. There will be MDMA, DMT, PCP, LSD, LED, and probably UFC. <laughs> and some, <laughs> maybe some KFC. Uh, Can we just talk about the small town life for a while and how important <laughs> things like the Ag Hall truly are to yes. small town life? Yeah. Like, I've got relatives out east, too. The annual tradition is to attend their exhibition at their at their local Ag Hall where they all bring their horses, they bring their cows, they do some rodeo shit, and then they grow giant pumpkins and carrots and stuff and then put prizes against them. 
This is a big deal in small town America oh. and Canada. Oh, for sure. Uh, in Bradford, for example, if there was a wedding or any uh, any kind of event, it was either held in uh, a couple of different places. The arena, which was mentioned in this. The uh, legion, which was also mentioned in this. Uh, and uh, there is, I don't think it's an agricultural hall, but there is a Portuguese cultural center and a German hall. So, yeah, there's just like those... Hey. Yeah, and, and I don't even mean to make fun. Like, I've actually been genuinely curious. I would love to just go alongside some of these judges at these fairs and be like, how are you looking at it? Because you look at this wall of, like, say, cucumbers, and there's, like, nine of them. And then one's got a first-place ribbon on it. The other one's got a participation ribbon. They look the same fucking thing. What was so well, special about that cucumber? I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my point. Check for firmness. That's my point. How, how do I know what a good – I mean, I'd love to. I like vegetables as much as the next guy. <laughs> But how do I know I'm getting a, a first place one versus a thanks for showing up cucumber? Uh, that's I was going to say a good question, but it really isn't. I have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. It's, it's a damn good question, Al. Uh, all right. Fine. You're just too afraid to face it. Uh, yes. Uh, scene 14 right. at the hockey rink. <laughs> the hockey players are back from their game at the, on the res. Uh, they're all battered and bruised from playing the natives, but that's not what has them upset. Fucking skids are turning letter can into a gong show, buddy. Fucking gonger, buddy. I'm rattled about that meth trip, bro, team. Fucking Stewart. Fucking Stewart, bro. Let's fucking tune that putt, hey, boys? Put him away like winter coat, boys. So they're angry at Stewart for turning Letterkenny into a meth town. Uh, then uh, Coach comes in to give him one of his uh, patented uh, pep talks. What the fuck was that? That was garbage. That was fucking pedestrian. All this beacon is kiddie pool shit. Hey, what you want? Riley? Jonesy? Huh? You wanna get dropped off at the splash pad on the way home? Hey, get your mom and dad to pick you up after you little swim? Don't run another deck, you fucking pheasants. Fuck! Backskate tomorrow, 6 a.m. It's fucking embarrassing! <laughs> Oh, he's great. Mark, Mark forward. Uh, check out his comedy. He's pretty funny too. Uh, uh, scene 15 at the egg hall. Stewart is psyching himself up for the rave in the bathroom and makes his way to the stage. He comes on to, out onto the stage and looks to see the crowd. And the only one at the egg hall is all the security he hired, Katie and Bonnie McMurray. Deflated, Stewart leaves the stage. Wayne enters with a bunch of cages filled with critters, but sees what's going on and leaves without going through with his plan. Scene sixteen. Of, what? Go, yeah, there's a lot going on in that scene, man. Yeah, it, it, that's it's just it's a really good scene. I like it. It's like okay, Tanya, are you feeling depth now? <laughs> are uh, we seeing another side of the skids? Yeah, you wrote them off in, in episode I, I one. Did. Are they? I did. Yeah, I yes, absolutely. Katie brought out um, uh, a lot more depth in, in the character for sure for uh, the skids. Did you feel bad for Stu? Did I feel bad? I, you know, yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. I did. There was sadness there. <laughs> he didn't feel his support. He, he really wanted it. He was trying to make a change in his life. And he got let down. Yeah. It was a, it was a dark scene. But his outfit, what would you call that? Bowie? What the fuck was that? That was... Uh, See, but I'm kind of surprised. Sorry, go ahead with the Bowie no, thing. No, I don't know. I, I have no idea what that was. That, that was Bowie times Liberace or something. I don't know. It was those, those, I thought it was more Stardust. Yeah, those eyelashes were, were crazy. Right? <laughs> it didn't feel rave. I mean, I haven't been to a rave, but it didn't feel what I would perceive to be rave. So I just want to touch on, on how they panned out to... Uh, the audience, and there was only Katie sitting th or standing there. Katie and Bonnie, yeah. And Bonnie. And and I was a little shocked that they didn't have some sort of interaction where Katie kind of did the pep talk thing again with him, seeing as though that kind of situation would have really disappointed him. Like, she kind of built him up. This was kind of, okay, the pinnacle moment. And then she just kind of turned around and walked out. Well... And there's probably nothing she could say to him at that moment. He was so he was embarrassed. He was uh, let down. He was uh, well. I mean, that's that's what's going to turn. You know. Well, we'll see what happens to him later. Uh, plus, plus, I think in that moment, Katie doesn't actually have any insight in terms of why people didn't show up or anything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, so that too. Yeah. She's you know, she was in there her eyes. Like, she showed up. 
Yeah, she was there to support him, and uh, Bonnie was yeah. there, and no one else. Uh, outside the egg hall, uh, Wayne meets up with Derry, who's looking better. The hockey players show up uh, ready to fight the skids. Where's Stewart, buddy? Where is he, bro? Braves canceled. Go home. Bullshit, buddy. That's not what the poster says, buddy. I said it's fucking canceled. Now quit your hollering before I get cross. Hey, when you give a warning, he don't repeat it. Yeah. Seven of us and two of you. That's a good time for Donnybrook, boys. Tilly time, boys. What the fuck are you pheasants doing out here? It's ten minutes to curfew. You think you can dog fuck all night and then dance? Don't <laughs> fucking mean no dancing. Get home. <laughs> fucking <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt, well, man. Dog fucking means no dancing. This isn't old drinks. You owe me a coat. Yeah, there's a nice little callback to the first scene of the first episode. Uh, oh. McMurray calls Wayne to let him know that the rave was a bust, but his sister is there and he tells Wayne to go after her, to give her the guts, to bang the very guts right out of her and to just have at her. But those are his exact words about his sister. So bad. <laughs> I didn't pull the clip. This is, sorry, yeah, this is his sister or yeah, his daughter? His sister, his sister. Oh, I didn't pull the clip. No good just, answer for that question because it was it was really muffled. You couldn't really make out what he was saying on the phone, so uh, I thought I'd just write it out because I couldn't believe it myself. I had to look it up just to make sure. Uh, this makes Wayne very uncomfortable, and and the Hicks leave the egg hall. All right, uh, final scene uh, back at the Skids Lair. Stewart arrives dejected and enraged. He sees his crew at the lair when they should have been at the rave. Takes a big dose of some white powder and makes his grand proclamation. We are going to make Letterkenny the biggest meth town in the whole country. I love <laughs> So there we go. There's, we've 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 witnessed uh, maybe the birth of a, of a villain here. <laughs> See, and all he wanted was a little support. He was oh. trying to turn his life around. So again, why didn't he turn on his buddies then? They didn't support him. Why did he go back to support them? Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. But I mean, he was he was obviously really embarrassed. And uh, he again, in that moment, I don't think he knew that he was backstabbed. But his friends were supposed to put it on their Facebook and he was putting it on his Facebook. You would have thought that at least the four of them was there four in the room. Four of them would have attended and been there. They were sitting on the couch when he arrived. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was too traumatized at the moment to be thinking that way. He yeah. was still trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're, you're giving them too, too much, much thought again. Too much thought. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. They're methods. Yeah. And <laughs> they're methods. They forgot yeah. their conversation I'm when just, it ended. Uh, yeah. I, uh, they did look they, worried. They, they are they are the armpit of Letterkenny, right? I mean, no, the Dgens are, but uh, yes. In, in, in all fairness, he yelled at them, but they never once said we'll do it. They were kind of against this whole idea of him quitting mess. So yeah, fair enough. That so, wasn't hidden either in that true, conversation. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did anyone check out the post credit scene? <laughs> I did. I thought that was the best part of the episode. <laughs> did you? Uh, God damn it. I got to watch these. Uh, Jonesy and Riley gives a lesson on the different shot techniques in hockey, uh, but they're not very good. So it's, it's kind of like a YouTube uh, instructional video where they're talking about toe drags and, and snap shots and and uh, bar downs and and faking of the tendee, which is goaltender, by the way, in case uh, I, I didn't know whether Tanya was catching what they were saying. But um. Uh, and then, but then it turned, the camera turns to the actual net and they're missing every shot they're taking <laughs> and, and the poor rookies out in the field collecting the shots. It's uh rain man. <laughs> it's pretty fun. And it ends with them just plunking him right in the head. So. Yeah. So there you go. So that is episode five rave. Uh, let's, let's do some first impressions. We'll start with Tanya. What did you think of the episode? Um, it was okay. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It just really sat there in the middle. It didn't, there was nothing that really jumped out at me and, and was like, oh my gosh, no. Really? Like, I get the whole skit thing. There was a lot of character, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some fun little bits, but n- nothing that was like, this was great. No, nothing. All right. Um, Victor, what about you? Yeah, uh, 
pretty much right in line with Tanya. I, I think that this was a complete um, opposite to fart book in terms of the skids, right? Because they, they played a big role for me in the fart book. They shined. And then here they kind of, uh, for me, uh, reiterated the fact, uh, like, what the, why are you? <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> I I just I was just disappointed. I was disappointed that really? they were kind of the anchor of the episode because if you don't count the um the post credit scene, which for me was a winner, um I, I hated the fact that it ended with them. Um where it's because it was so weird, like Stuart almost like a cartoon character because you know like all these characters you kind of try and think okay yeah you know what this is exaggerated but i can think of somebody who's like that i met somebody who's like that i can relate to that in some way i've never met skids (laughs) i've never again like i don't know if these are made up people if they exist in the world but i i to me they're just cartoon characters and i i just don't get it um so um, for me, like, let that be like a, uh, a backdrop, uh, not, don't, don't try and make that your main story because I don't think it's ever going to succeed. So I'm hoping as we progress, you know, with these episodes, they're going to get less front, front role actions and, um, and, and, you know, uh, it's, I'm, I'm not bothered if they're in the background dancing and stuff like that, but you know, keep them out of the limelight. All right, Matt, how about you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, I, I'm pretty aligned in this one. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. Um, there were definitely some some good parts. The story was fine. Um, I will say one part we didn't even talk. I laughed probably the hardest I've laughed in most episodes when um, fucking Stewart showed up and was talking to Katie on the porch there, and Wayne's interacting. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. when Wayne tells him to get lost and he starts throwing lawn chairs at him, <laughs> lawn chairs. I was, I was crying yeah. like that. Those, I don't know. I have a weird those weave that lawn chairs. Yeah. Aluminum. No, that, frame. Yeah. The light is that, not just one. He grabbed that's another fair. one and chased after him. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was dying. So, so Matt, I, the, the, the other reason this episode is kind of in the middle for me is I didn't laugh out loud. I, very much at all. Yeah. That was one scene I did laugh out loud. That was oh. that was pretty darn funny. And then and at the end of the episode, one you know Al touched on this. I was feeling sad and um, mystified a little bit as to you know where's Squirrely Dan? Uh, did he get <laughs> uh, uh, bit by the possum? And he's you know uh, in a back alley somewhere uh, rolling around. Nobody knows. They so didn't I was even reference for Squirrely Dan. Yeah, they, they didn't reference <laughs> him at all or the ostrich. <laughs> you sound yeah. disappointed we didn't hear about the ostrich we're gonna learn more we hope no, no, and we'll do our own thing we'll do a whole a whole ostrich podcast so there was one redeeming scene and that was the uh that was with gail where you know there's two things number one it was her most subdued uh, agreed she wasn't she wasn't drunk that's one and two she was trying to get sober so there you go she i don't know crazy. how long that's gonna last but there's something positive, so I just thought I'd throw that out there for her. <laughs> All right. So my impression of this episode, let's see. Uh, it's definitely the one with the fewest kind of jokes for with laughs, but I think it's probably one with the most story in it so far but, uh, of these first few episodes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, say what you will yes, about sir. the skids. I really I really liked uh, the development there and, and kind of the insight into at least Stuart and, and that possible kind of past that he's had with Katie. Uh, you can tell these guys, all of these guys are, have gone to, you know, went to school together, were, were raised together. Um, they know each other well enough just because they've taken different routes. Uh, they, they, they know each other. I really, really liked the whole, you know, uh, you know the scene where uh, where Stuart's at the rave and he's embarrassed and he's turning away. When when Wayne comes in with those animal cages and sees what's happened, he does not feel the need to 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 pile on. And in fact, what he does is he defends Stuart to the hockey players. I think that's I thought that was great. Like the hockey players yeah. wanted to beat the shit out of the skids, and Wayne's like, no, he's had enough. Leave him, leave him the fuck alone, or you're gonna have to fight me. Well, Jay, he's the protector, man. Absolutely, I think that's great, and he's protecting Stewart. Like, I really like that that aspect of this episode. Um, 
So yeah, yeah, fewer laughs, but I think there was a lot of story there. So I'm a little surprised, actually, for, especially from Victor and Tanya, who were like crying I for agree, story yeah, and like, crying for <laughs> character development. There was a lot of character development here. Katie, uh, she she wasn't like the slutty Katie that we've known. She was she was taking care of uh, Dairy, taking him to the to the uh, the clinic. She was uh, giving Stuart shit for being you know a, a drug addict and and giving him some hope and giving him some advice. I mean. Uh, to me, there yeah, was, was a lot it was, of, it was a regular, regular 90210 episode for sure. Right. But, <laughs> but you know what? There was a, a ton of story there. And, and I think the story was, was actually, uh, uh, in place of the laughs because I, yeah, I think there were fewer jokes in this. I mean, especially if you don't like the pastor Glenn character, I thought that opening scene was hilarious. Um, yeah, it's so good. <clears throat> and, uh, if nothing, the skids do, uh, amuses you, then, then yeah, the, the laughs are fewer and far between. Oh, and, and McMurray and his inappropriate <laughs> comments about his sister, uh, I thought were kind of funny, but, uh, I like, I like McMurray. I think I thought he was a fun character though. Again, I kept picturing, uh, uh Brad Stewart and yeah. Glorious Bastards when he was talking, but, but yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, I, w- I kind of thought it was funny that they were able to collect all those possums and, uh, it, with, with such ease that <laughs> it just showed up with those possums. And that wasn't even part of the story. Possums and know. skunks. Well, because Derry had, had started a business and of course they put it on their fucking Facebook. So right away he got business. Like that's the other thing that's hilarious about this. All you have to do to advertise anything you do is put it on your fucking Facebook. I thought for sure they were going to say fart book at the beginning, but no, they went to Facebook. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's start with the ratings. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, I made an executive decision after last week. I know, uh, we would, we'd kind of agreed to do top three, but I want to kind of, I want to pay homage to, um, uh, high fidelity. So we're going to do top fives instead. Uh, just because oh, wow. like once we get into like eight seasons worth or whatever, having only three episodes, I feel like it doesn't give enough, uh, insight to what we like. So, uh, I think a top five will be a little bit better. So having said that, I'm going to start with, uh, who did I start with, with the comments, uh, Tanya, uh, you're so right now, number one, you have fart book, uh, super soft per- birthday. And number two, ain't no reason to get excited. Number three and wingman Wayne was four. Where would you rate this one? And, and, and so, sorry, you just triggered my brain there. Super soft birthday. How does he, how does Wayne, you know, do the super soft birthday yet doesn't take his buddy to the clinic when he has a bite on his hand? I just want to point that this out too. A, I mean, I think Wayne is on the spectrum. I think that <laughs> Wayne has, has layers. There's lots of layers. Layers, layers or, or maybe lack of layers. All right. So this one, uh, again, I'd, I'd give it an okay. So since we, don't it would be right smack dab in the middle of compost and clearance oh yeah we got to do ratings first so comp between compost and, really you would give this a compost and uh, no see it wasn't <laughs> bad but it wasn't you great just make up again, new areas again it's clearance but it's expiring at 8 8 p.m we're with tanya first it's, so it's yeah it's 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 it didn't make it just like victor it didn't make me laugh out loud oh and the other that, thing that, we got two new female characters and none of them are like over overtly like uh uh yeah. dirty like gail or or Al, uh, I, i'm with you man i, I mean understand. this episode from my perspective gave you two idiots everything you've been looking for yeah and you're still giving <laughs> exactly. it a you wanted depth you wanted story you wanted you a want little a bit of versatility strong and female you characters got all that. yeah anyway we're still with his rating so your your bar is way too low my friend. Uh, clearance or compost <laughs> I, i'm gonna give it a clearance no, Only, don't, don't let us uh, yeah no <laughs> influence not you. that i'm being pushed around so <laughs> no i would give it a i would give it a clearance just because i do like i, I do like again I, I like wayne's character i like how he stood up for the guy for the skids at the end i like katie's character on this one i like like there was a there was a few things that i liked but it didn't wow me there was nothing that was like yeah all right yeah. uh victor what would you what rating would you give it yeah, well, I mean, to make you guys feel better, for all the reasons that you have said, uh, both both you and your uh, little buddy there, um, is 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 I'm giving I'm giving it a clearance instead of a compost because of all of those reasons. Oh, okay. Because had those had those things not happened, mm-hmm. the fact that they anchored the episode on the skids here and they finished their big you know um, uh, uh, finale is 
Stewart, you know, with his evil laugh saying, you know, <laughs> we saw the birth of a villain. I mean, he's a yeah, villain yeah, now. birth of a villain. But is, <clears throat> is that what the show is about? Um, so. So, yeah, I mean, just for that, the, I'm giving a clearance, a low clearance. I, I feel like it's important to uh, hope for more, mm-hmm. hope for better, mm-hmm. hope for more laughs. Uh, and Squirrely Dan, there's no way I'm going <laughs> to give there's no way I'm giving um, an a fresh rating to an episode without Squirrely Dan. It's just K- not happening. Maybe maybe Kate uh, Trevor Wilson was on tour or whatever during this episode. Maybe. maybe, maybe. Well, you know, so, so there you go. Um, so I, I, I didn't hate the episode. I thought it was totally watchable. I enjoyed it. There's aspects of it I, uh, I enjoyed a lot. And best uh, post credit scene ever. So, uh, so far out of the five episodes. So, right. um, for me, um, that's the rating and, you know, uh, leaving room for improvement. Sounds good. Uh, Matt, what, what do you give this one? Yeah, it's an easy clearance on this one. Um, what? After all that like- talk, you're not, you're only going clearance. What the you heck? don't know me. You don't know what I'm, what I'm digging. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. So I, I you just why. talked um, me out of a compost. <laughs> yeah. Which again, we, we, we also disagreed on fart book. So you have it number one. I think I have it last. So again, we're not on the same spectrum here, <laughs> <laughs> but we can, agree that you're we're we're on the spectrum (laughs) (laughs) there is a spectrum yes (laughs) um but like yeah all in i mean i agree i like i like the story i like i it kept me interested i'm like i'm gonna watch this but at the end of the day where it kept me from going to a fresh was the comedy um Mm -hmm. this is a comedy i want to laugh my ass off Mm -hmm. if i'm not doing that you're telling me a good story it's just a drama um but there was a couple really funny moments as well Mm -hmm. so I didn't, it didn't, if there was some more laughs or it was a little more edgy in a few parts, I think it would have pushed me to the fresh, but I'm going to put it at a clearance. All right. That's good. Uh, I'm going to uh, also give it a clearance. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, they sacrificed the laughs for story. I thought the story, uh, was, was good. Um, uh, and, and I really enjoyed some of the character development. Uh, but, uh, for this to get, for any episode of Letter Kenny to get, get a, a fresh, it's got to have, equal parts story and laughs. And this one didn't just didn't quite get there with the laughs. Um, you know, maybe I'm on Victor's page when it comes to, uh, no squirrely Dan, um, you know, it kind of, it loses something without, without squirrely Dan there. Um, so I'm giving it a clearance, but, but a high, like a a strong clearance, like it just got on the clearance rack. So it's still got a good few days, uh, before it goes bad. All right. So let's, if, if I was them, Al, I'd, I'd, at the very least, I'd have a cardboard cutout of him somewhere in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and not not reference it, just have it there. Right, right, yeah, just kind of, yeah, that'd be funny. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll go to our, our rankings now. So, uh, yes, Tanya, you've got Fartbook 1, uh, Suf, Super Soft Birthday, Ain't No Reason to Get Excited, and Wingman Wayne. Where would you put Rave? Hmm. I, I I still I I oh dear. I, <laughs> I think at the bottom. Really under below wingman wing. Which I know I gave that one a compost. Yeah. Um but God, it, how is there's no Never right mind. or wrong answer. Th- these are her ratings, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, let's stick it in three and bump the other right, one off. You've, you've cooled me a bit, so we're good. There we go. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So it's going to, well, you mean four and book, book wingman down? Sure. All right. That makes sense. All right. Uh, Victor. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you going to put this one in your top five? Uh, right now uh, you have Fart, fart Book 1, around, Super Victor. Soft Birthday 2, Ain't No Reason to Get Excited 3, and Wingman Wayne 4. Yeah, no, I mean, this one's easy, right? We're, we're, this is the fifth episode, so it's easy to stick it in right above uh, right above Wingman. Wingman, so you're also number four. All right, great. Um, Matt. Uh, Did right you guys now. even watch Wingman? Like, <laughs> fuck. It was a horrible episode. Oh, man, it's number two for oh, Matt. So number one for really Matt. There really is a line in this group. There so is. Go ahead, Super soft, birthday <laughs> one, Wingman Wayne two. Uh, ain't no reason to get excited. Three, aka the pilot, and fart book four. Where do you put rave? 
Okay, can I make an adjustment to a previous rating just because I'm just I'm angered. <laughs> and we I have to do it because I just don't fucking get it. So Fartbuck, can you I think I had a clearance on that one. Can you shift that to a compost and then <laughs> oh. put that number five and then put this this little nugget we just watched at number four, please. You uh, can't change. No, no, no. I veto that. It's his, no. it's his top five. He can you do whatever he wants. You can't change <laughs> fart book to a co- You already had Listen, it as a These compost. are our rules. We can yeah, do whatever the fuck yeah. we want. <laughs> and, yeah, it's no problem adjusting. I mean, I get it. I, but I that actually, was your rating at the time. You know what? I, 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 I have, I've, I've I have second. on it. I've really fresh. given it a lot. Yeah. This isn't just a rash decision. I've been thinking rash. about that. <laughs> these are important top, uh, the uh, important decisions to make. I actually second guess one of my my ratings too but uh i I won't i won't talk about that right now uh so okay so this will go in the compost later this is your fourth no (laughs) no i i really enjoyed this episode and and here's the thing no i mean for me (laughs) after watching this episode i i thought oh my god finally something victor and tanya are going to enjoy so this is really disappointing to hear your your uh your ratings on this because when after watching this i'm like oh they're gonna love this one and no really? yeah because but everything you're you missing to- your al you're missing the point <laughs> you're, all the little things that you thought were gonna uh lead us to enjoying the episode yeah. you're not wrong we mm-hmm. enjoyed those things uh-huh. the problem is it's it doesn't make it doesn't save the episode it's the episode itself is anchored on these stupid skids, which, <laughs> which it's still it's, to, it's just we, as we, you we said. Though, it needs balance. <laughs> All right, it needs Sorry. balance. It needs balance. Yeah, it's okay. just as but when we yeah. finally get a fresh rating out of you guys. You got a fresh. Yeah, you got a fresh fart book. They gave a, they gave, <laughs> that's ridiculous. They gave fart book a fresh rating. Matt, come on, get, get, get with it. <laughs> Um, I, blanked, I blanked that one. I know, I so know. when we get actual legitimate fresh, <laughs> then we can compare, and then we maybe Al, we can figure what the what the hell they like. Yeah, exactly. Al, Al, you should work hard and make get get a special sound effect ready for that one day, sometime in a uh, you know far future, uh, where all four of us agree on a fresh. Oh, rating. okay. Oh, I my, do. Yeah. I do have a good sound effect for for uh, Victor and Tanya right now for their ratings. They give you yeah, we a tug, you Ted fucker. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're looking for a sound effect for all four of us having the same fresh rating, you got time. Don't worry. Uh, uh, here's another one for you. You are spare parts, aren't you, bud? I think that's better. Yeah, you are spare parts. All right, my rating. Uh, so I got super so- soft birthday number one. Ain't no reason to get excited. Number two. I'm actually going to slide this one in number three. Uh, I, I I enjoyed this one more than uh, Wingman Wayne. And uh, uh, way more than fart book. Uh, See, and Matt. The the rating that I'm probably going to uh, uh, um, change is fart book, and I'm going to probably give that one a compost. Uh, Come but, on. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt paid him off. No, no, because I I, I I I just like Matt. I kind of uh, um, uh, I regretted uh, the uh, rating. I, I think I gave it a clearance. And it should have been a compost. And I think I only got sucked in by the first five minutes of it. And then mm-hmm. after reflection, I'm like, hey, no. Squirrely no, dance, it, best it, performance it make, today. <laughs> but it's not even his performance. Oh, okay. Come Again, on, we fucked that pig tr- two weeks ago. Trombo. Uh, all right, let's, let's, let's read some listener comments uh, off the Twitter machine here. At uh, Produce Stand Pod, loving the pod so far. There aren't many people in my world who've even heard of Letterkenny. It's really cool to sit in on a conversation about the show. Keep up the good work. Uh, this is from Anthony Pacheco. He's my Portuguese buddy from uh, California there. Uh, thank you, Anthony, for, for the, the, the uh, comments and for listening. Uh, Crazy Talk Al, that's Allison. Uh, she said, hey, Brendan LaSalle, Digin here. We got mentioned on the produce stand. I mean, if anyone has a problem with this podcast, they got a problem with, problem with me and Brendan. And we suggest you people marinate on that furda. So that's from Allison. And then Brendan, her buddy, responds saying, can confirm. And he unbuttons his cuffs, ready to fight. Uh <laughs> Another one here uh, from our buddy, or a couple from our buddy Jason Cutler. You guys are Canadian and talk about the show from that perspective, and that's what I appreciate about you. I'm definitely going to keep listening. I like the way Al brings uh, breaks it down by each scene, and it's fun to listen to you guys try to figure out. Vic, cut Gaylor a break. Uh, that's from Jason and uh, Miriam. She I, just oh, go ahead. 
I, I cut her a break this episode. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miriam, she just posted a, a picture of the Letter Kenny season four and five that she got from the library just to show us that, uh, uh, yes, you can get them at the library. Um, Anthony from California again said, I appreciate the shout out. That's a Texas ten, uh, Texas size 10 four on the pork chop. Uh, I assume you're referring to me being Portuguese. Never heard that one, though. Usually pork, portagee, pork and cheese or pork and beans. Yes, Anthony, I've heard all of those. But uh, uh, yeah, here I like to call myself a pork chop. So that's what we are. And then lastly, uh, Allison, again, just thought I'd let you kids at the produce stand know that I appreciate the weird, awkward, pseudo sexy vibe of the creature known as Gail with her both sides benefit. And that's from <laughs> that's that's from Allison. So there's a lot of Gail love. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yes. and I and I have to say I make a lot of comments here and there, and I've been questioning myself now where I rank on the Gale scale. What, what do you mean in terms of like the inappropriate things? Inappropriate you say? things that I say. Yeah, well, I don't know, but you know, you know, you had an ice cream the other day, and I was asking you for the tip, and then I thought, <laughs> shit, is that yeah. you? Is that Gale? Yeah, like, I'm like, no, I didn't ask you to stick it anywhere, so <laughs> that's where that level is. So there you so, go. So deep down, you appreciate her. I'm not. I'm not no comment. You're, you're, you're more like a squirrely Dan than, than a Gail. <laughs> All right. So uh, any final uh, closing remarks? Tanya, we'll start with you. No, as you're taking a sip of wine. Um, no. No. All right. Victor? Yeah, I thought this episode was a cleanser. So, um, you know, it cleansed the, the, the bad taste. Um, uh, out and uh, kind of uh, gave us a fresh start. So looking forward to next uh, episode. Yeah, next episode is the uh, season finale. Um, so that'll be uh, interesting to see uh, where it la- where it lands. Uh, it's called a fuss in the back bush. Matt, uh, you have any uh, final comments? So I I vow to watch the end credit this next time, <laughs> and I'm hoping to continue to watch the right episode i keep that's my biggest fear is i'm going to enter this podcast one week and fuck i watched the wrong episode so <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna keep up <laughs> all right good i have a question to you guys that have gone beyond us mm-hmm. do we ever meet wayne's ex yes oh we do cool. okay i think yeah. i did actually remember that yeah yeah uh, uh, did we ever meet the ostrich <laughs> uh, or not, the ostrich fucker. We, we do meet him. Yes, we yeah. we we do meet them. Ginger. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. My my final comments is I'm I'm really disappointed. I thought like watching this episode, I'm like, oh my god, great! Finally, we have like female leads. Uh, 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 backstory. Um, um, you know, Gail was behaving herself like all the things that you guys were asking for, and and you still, you know, didn't like it. So, uh, uh, you guys are an enigma. It's a, it's an uphill battle, Matt. It's an uphill battle. <laughs> I look. I can't wait for the day. Fresh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We're. I can't wait to another to get another fresh non fart related rating from uh from you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so well, I'm going to play us out here with a song called the, from the episode called "Such Language" by DJ Donna Summer. There was a lot of uh, uh, um, electronic music in this one, so. Uh, but this this one, well, there it was all very catchy stuff. Let me bring it up a bit, and that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we'll recap episode six from season one, The Fuss in the Back Bush. Please rate us on iTunes if you like the show. Follow us on Twitter at ProduceStandPod. Uh, we also invite you to visit the website, theproducestandpod.com, for other episode recaps, a list of favorite episodes, and to email us. I'm a big girl. Thanks for joining us. Now we're off to the res to buy some cheap cigarettes. From all of us at the Produce Stand, good night. Good night.